Hi, this is Lori Miller. And I'm Bernie Dake. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Salvation Army's Wonderful Words of Life. Well, welcome back, everybody. Yes. I'm so glad you're here, Lori. Thank you for having me, Bernie. I, I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm having fun, too, really. Uh, I don't think we really discussed it, but, you know, our friend Sarah is mm. no longer with us at Wonderful Words of Life anyway. No. But she and her husband are doing great up there in Knoxville, Tennessee. Enjoying the beautiful fall yeah. in the mountains. Yes, they you are. Know, and I was just going to say that. It's yeah. fall here in the USA, and it's so beautiful as the trees start mm-hmm. changing colors. Yeah. We take on all the different foliage it's pretty cool. I hope that our listeners from all over the world get a chance to see pictures of the fall in the United States. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. that's a good excuse for them to maybe send pictures of what their falls look like. That is a fabulous idea. <laughs> that is a great idea. You know, for the last four weeks in our series on mental health, we focused on depression. And Aliata did a great job describing the difference between periods of sadness and depression. And now we're going to discuss tragedy and grief and how real traumatic life events can lead to depression. Mm. But Aliata gives us some beautiful encouragement on how to get through whatever it is that you are going through. Yeah. I like to uh, give credit where credit is due. And the production team here at Wonderful Words mm-hmm. of Life have done a good job at giving us some information. Yeah. Um, there's uh, something that they've read that says grief doesn't always involve death. Right. Uh, it could be divorce loss of a job, a pet. Relocation. Yeah. Yeah, There's so many things. I don't even take that into consideration sometimes. I just feel like we go, go, go. And and sometimes even this week for me, I I had a moment where I just could not get out of a funk in Mm -hmm. my brain. I, I wasn't feeling happy and you know, over, over, uh, what's this, overjoyed to just be. Yeah. Um, You know, somebody told me one time that life is not what we want it to be, which would be smooth sailing and kind of that flat line. And she said to me, that flat line in the medical community means death. Mm. But life is the ups and downs that you would see on a heart monitor. And so that reminder to me was really good that when I get into a place like that, um, that that's, that's a signal of life, really. Well, and one of the quotes that they gave us to share with our listeners is uh, from 1969. Mm-hmm. Someone named Elizabeth Kubler-Ross identified five linear stages of grief as denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. But you said something pretty neat when I said that before. Well, I think I think that those stages are really important, and I do think that those are stages that occur in grief. But I don't believe, personally, this is my opinion, that grief is necessarily linear. Um, I think it comes and it ebbs and it flows, and sometimes we go through one stage at one time, and then we go through the next stage, and we skip a stage, and we go back to the first stage. And so I think we need to be gentle when we talk about grief and loss in regards to checking off the boxes. Yeah. and to remember that grief is not something that necessarily ends. Right. Right? It's it doesn't something, have a time limit. No, it doesn't have a time limit. It's, it's kind of something that we move on with instead of moving on from. Mm. That's good. And one of the things that um, I discovered, I think that we landed at together when I was mm. doing the conversation with Aliada, was that um, the church should be 
the place that anyone can turn to when they're in the middle of a mm-hmm. mental health crisis. Absolutely. Togetherness is one of the best tools for healing, and there are support groups for all types of circumstances. Absolutely. You know, if you're currently struggling with a loss of any kind, finding a support group that you can connect with is a really great step in your process of finding a new normal. If you don't have a church home, I really want to encourage you to reach out to your local Salvation Army or visit SalvationArmy.org to find the church nearest to you. There's no one else like you, God. Lord, you've searched my heart. You know me well, my words, my thoughts, even from afar. If I go up to the heavens or down to the depths, I know that you are there. I know that you're near. You've always been near. So why should we Today in particular, we're on week six of this series. Yes. It's gone by so fast. It's gone by really fast. It, it feels like we've only been together one day. I know. Isn't that how the, that's the magic that's of the magic showbiz? That's the magic of the show, yes. Uh, we're going to talk about how to get through when tragedy strikes in particular, or you know when life events happen 
and um, mental health can come into question for sure. Um, I can only talk about my own experience, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I know our listeners, have, we have a varied age group and uh, we could be dealing with any number of things. Absolutely. But Aliata, when you think about um, mental health and particularly when there are a tragedy of some sort, what comes to your mind? When I think about mental health and a tragedy, you know, I first think about PTSD, mm. post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and particularly that can be developed by anyone. Mm. And it's an, it's an occurrence in where you um, experience a traumatic event. Um, and then at some point in your life, as you move on or you believe that you move on, you encounter something else that re-triggers that. Mm. Tragedy can also be the loss of a parent the death of someone or through a relationship. Um, But I think the thing that I want to point out about when tragedy strikes is that um, from two different perspectives, it's okay and there's no time limit on being able to adjust. And I say the word adjust and not get over. Yeah. You know, because most times when we experience a death in a family, our job gives us a few days off. Um, We might take some additional time off. And um, individuals are very familiar with this five stages of grief, you know, where you go through denial, anger, um, you kind of bargaining, wish you would have done things a little bit different with that individual. Um, And then there's a period of where the depression and acceptance And somewhat we think that that should happen in a fishbowl, but it doesn't. It's life. And so when someone experiences a tragedy, regardless of what it is, I just want them to know that it's okay. Take time to be okay with yourself. It's okay to feel good one day and not feel good the next day. Um, That is a part of the healing process. We are not perfect. Mm. We will not have it together. That's one of the reasons God sent his son Jesus for us. Um, But he did promise us that there will be a comforter. Um, that he would send the Holy Spirit. So whenever tragedy strikes and we're dealing with loss, um, regardless of whatever phase you find yourself in, whether you angry, express that anger yeah. out. It's when we hold it in um, that can have other psychological effects on our well-being, our ability, our inability to interact with family. Um, but know who you are and go at a pace that is comfortable for you. If you want to be around people, be around people. If you choose not to be, um, then give yourself permission to do that. We are all different. We're all set up different. Our experiences uh, craft us into being different individuals. So we adjust to tragedy and loss in our life very differently. So I think the main thing that we want to understand when dealing with tragedy is that there's no time frame for it. You are fearfully and wonderfully made uniquely in the image of Jesus Christ. Uh, I firmly believe what you've just said, and I, I like to think of it as a pressure cooker mm-hmm. where you're, when you're keeping things inside, it's like the pressure just builds up and eventually it's going to blow. It's Something's gonna blow. going to go wrong. And actually when in practice, when I'm working with individuals talking about how life experiences tend to pile up, I use Jenga. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the Jenga yeah. game because that's how we're built. We pull it out. And we think about it for a little bit, whatever the issue is, and then we put it back on top of all the other issues. But as soon as you pull on that one important piece, and sometimes it can be the loss of a parent or a significant other, then everything comes crashing. Yeah. There's a recurring theme in a week to week I'm picking up, and a lot of it uh, keeps coming back to take time. It's Mm -hmm. okay. It's okay. Breathe. Breathe. 
I love that idea. I heard someone speak this weekend who was talking about breath and um, how photosynthesis works mm -hmm. even. Uh, we take in the air and we, uh, when we exhale, that's carbon dioxide, mm -hmm. but then the plants turn that into some form of energy or sugar of some sort. I mean, really, God designed us in, in an incredible way, but we need breath. Yes. And it's in that breath that we find life. And uh, in this case, the idea is when we take that breath, when we take a break and get some perspective, Aliada, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for having me. I know we've got some more to learn, and I hope that you're enjoying this series on mental health. I just pray that if there's something that you need help with, you'll find it either by reaching out uh, to your own faith community somewhere, a church, someone that you trust, or if you don't have a church home, call the Salvation Army. Let them help you. And uh, if nothing else, come on back and listen to us at Wonderful Words of Life. The Salvation Army's mission, Doing the Most Good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support. And we would love to hear from you. Email us at radio at uss.salvationarmy.org. Call 1-800-229-9965 or write us at P.O. Box 29972. Atlanta, Georgia, 30359. When you contact us, we'll send you our gift for this series. It's totally free for listeners like you, one per household, while supplies last. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes or your favorite podcast store, and be sure to give us a rating. Just search for Wonderful Words of Life. Follow us on social media for the latest episodes, extended interviews, and more. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. This is Bernie Dake inviting you to join us next time for the Salvation Army's Wonderful Words of Life.